Welcome to the St. Giles Worship Podcast for Sunday, July the 26th. We are so glad you're here. Grateful that you are joining us. May God grant us what we need for today, for this day. And may God remind us that tomorrow, every tomorrow, will be filled with God's love, sustained by God's spirit, and saturated in God's grace.
Please join me in the call to worship. Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob. Whose hope is in the Lord their God. Who made heaven and earth. Happy are those who perceive the gifts of creation. Forgive us when the troubles of today and the hiccups in our lives distract us from you. Holy One, remind us in the troubles of today and the hiccups in our lives that you are sovereign. Holy One, strengthen us in the troubles of today and the hiccups in our lives to know you to sense you, and to seek you. Help us rely on your strength, rest in your care, and trust in your grace. 
In Christ and through the Spirit. Amen. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. God's mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. Great is your faithfulness. A steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. God's mercy The good news of Jesus Christ is that God's love never ceases. God's mercy never comes to an end. Every morning, each moment is a new beginning. Believe this good news in Jesus Christ. We are forgiven. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.
reading from the psalm today is Psalm 27, verses 1 through 5. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Should I fear anyone? The Lord is a fortress protecting my life. Should I be frightened of anything? When evildoers come at me trying to eat me up, it's they, my foes and my enemies, who stumble and fall. If an army camps against me, my heart won't be afraid. If war comes up against me, I will continue to trust in this. I have asked one thing from the Lord. It's all I seek. To live in the Lord's house all the days of my life, seeing the Lord's beauty, constantly adoring the Lord's temple. Because God will shelter me. In God's own dwelling during troubling times, God will hide me in a secret place in his own tent. God will set me up high, safe on a rock. And from the fourth chapter of Mark, I'm reading verses 35 to 41. Later that day, when evening came, Jesus said to the disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the lake. They left the crowd and took Jesus in the boat just as he was. Other boats followed along. Gale force winds arose and waves crashed against the boat so that the boat was swamped. But Jesus was in the rear of the boat, sleeping on a pillow. They woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're drowning? Jesus got up and gave orders to the wind and said to the lake, Silence, be still. The wind settled down and there was great calm. Jesus asked them, Why are you frightened? Don't you have faith yet? Overcome with awe, the disciples said to each other, Who then is this? Even the wind and the sea obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It had been a long day, a very long day, a full day of large group instruction, probably made longer by Jesus' being on the water. You know, teaching is demanding work, one of the world's most grueling professions on land. Imagine the additional trial of teaching from a boat. Your students out of arm's reach, beyond the impact of the teacher's all-knowing stare. The dismissal bell rings. Jesus is done. Really, he's not finished. He is done. The disciples assume the role of collective skipper, and Jesus, exhausted Jesus, grabs a pillow, a spot in the hall, and goes to sleep, fast asleep, a bear hunkered down for hibernation. Suddenly, rough seas and gale force winds and white-capped waves, tossing and turning that would make the most seasoned sailor green at the gills, grabbing for the nearest bag. The disciples, even the fishermen, were frightened, scared, terrified. 
There was no predicting the next crash, no charting anything approaching an obvious course, and no glimpse, not even a glimmer, of anything even vaguely resembling that so-called calm after the storm. Frightened, scared, terrified, adrift, edgy, alone, submerged in the intensity, plunged into full-blown panic. Until someone, probably just one of the twelve, remembers. Until someone remembers there's a hibernating bear hunkered down in the hull. Until someone shouts, startling the sleeping giant from his slumber, Hey, Jesus, wake up! We're going down! Jesus, gentle Jesus, rubs his eyes and finds his feet. Jesus, gentle Jesus, remembers where he'd been and realizes where he is. Jesus, gentle Jesus, rises up and readies himself to speak. And here's what we don't know. We don't know his tone. Was it loud and aggressive? Was it stout and assertive? Was it calm, clear, and collected? Or was it, could it have been, soft, gentle, whispered? Soft and gentle, that's what I like to go with, the barely audible, attention-grabbing whisper, hush, be still. Soft and gentle to the gale-forced winds, soft and gentle to the white-capped waves, soft and gentle to frightened, scared, soft and gentle to edgy, alone. And the wind ran out of breath, and the sea became as smooth as glass, quiet, tranquil, peaceful, calm, bright. A sort of heavenly peace in which even the most anxious disciples could sleep. And sticking with soft and gentle, Jesus asks them, why were you frightened? How did you misplace your faith? Or maybe instead of questions, he offered these words of promise, I am here. I will be here. We are in this together. We were sitting in the old Des Perez Church, the old meeting house on 2250 North Geyer Road in St. Louis, Missouri. It's a little rock church built in 1834 by a group of settlers who had come by buckboard and wagon from the east 
and from the South. We were sitting there in the spring of 2007. My doctoral cohort had just completed our final prescribed course. We were about to be launched into the lonely lake of thesis writing. And our preacher for the evening, the Reverend Dr. Herman Tolles, who graduated from the same program in 2003, chose this same text from which to offer a wise and prophetic word. He said, and this is my paraphrase based on my very imperfect memory, tonight we launch you onto the lake, each in your own boats, to traverse thesis waters. At times, these waters will be overwhelming. At times, these waters will be scary. At times, these waters will toss and turn you far beyond what you thought possible. Gale force, winds, and white-capped waves. You may get nauseous. You may throw up. You may want to head back to shore. You may even, at times, wish the boat would capsize so you could disappear into the murky water. And in those times, he continued, in any of those times, those times when you feel frightened, abandoned, on the verge of giving up, I charge you to check out the pillow. Check out the pillow. Check out the pillow, because you are not alone. Jesus is in the boat. Jesus is in your boat. He may be asleep, but he is ready to be wakened whenever you call. It was for me, one about to be launched onto that lake, a wise and prophetic word in the sense that he spoke truth. He did not sugarcoat the months ahead. He spoke truth from his own experience of thesis writing, and he offered a soft and gentle reminder. Check out the pillow. You are not alone. It strikes me that today is much like that evening in 2007, which was much like that very long day of large group instruction. We are launching, preparing to set sail across a lake none of us know. And because we speak truth to one another, we are aware that storms will rise. The winds will pick up. The waves will earn white caps. There will be edgy moments. Moments in which we are unsure, unsteady, even afraid. The anxiety of not knowing may crash into our boats. The newness of this lake may make us nauseous. The shore we've just left, well, we can't actually go back there. And the intensity of transition, it may threaten to submerge us. And in those gale force moments, I hope, I pray that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that someone, that someone who remembers there is a hibernating bear hunkered down in the hall. And I hope, I pray that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that someone else, that someone else who startles the sleeping giant from his slumber. Hey, Jesus, wake up. We're going down. 
But most important, I hope, I pray, that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that soft and gentle, barely audible, attention-grabbing whisper of the teacher. Hush, be still. I am here. I will be here. We are in this together. May that voice, may those words stabilize your boat, settle your journey, and bring peace in the days ahead. Alleluia and amen. Again, 
of your PDF bulletin includes our prayer list. I encourage you to spend some time with that list. Reach out to those whose names you know. Hold others close in your heart. I do want to lift before you two families with who we are grieving. We are grieving with the family and friends of Joseph Miranda, the father of former St. Giles member Christine Miranda. We also are grieving with the friends and family of former St. Giles member, charter member, Bill Teague. Our prayers of the people today have a call and response section. It's printed in your bulletin, and so I ask you to try it with me. You have blessed us to this moment Teach Teach us us to trust trust you with our future. Let us pray. Living God, on this day of endings and beginnings, we come to give thanks. Conscious of the ways you have provided for us, guided us, and watched over us. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach Teach us to trust trust you with our future. Thank you for the countless ways we have experienced your love, in the faith you have nurtured, in the strength you have given, in the guidance you have offered, and in the grace with which you surround us. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach us to trust you with our future. Thank you for the many joys we have celebrated, times of playful fellowship, for moments of belly-shaking laughter for opportunities to serve as one body, and for every occasion to welcome new siblings into our community. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach us to trust you with our future. Thank you for the challenges we have navigated, for successes we have achieved, for hiccups from which we have learned, 
for ventures we have just launched and for opportunities just around the corner. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach us to trust you with our future. Thank you for the opportunity to pray and hear our prayers for those who are sick and struggling, for those who are caught in the throes of grief, for those whose needs we know, and for those whose needs are known only to you. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach us to trust you with our future. Living God, on this day of endings and beginnings, remind us that tomorrow, every tomorrow, will be filled with your love, sustained by your spirit, and saturated in your grace. You have blessed us to this moment. Teach us to trust you with our future. And hear us as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
May you, the beloved community of St. Giles, hear that soft and gentle, barely audible, attention-grabbing whisper of the teacher. Hush, be still. I am here. I will be here. We are in this together. And may that voice, those words, stabilize your boat and settle your journey and bring peace for the days ahead. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and with all those you love, and especially with all those who are convinced they are unlovable. May we reach out and love. Alleluia and amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.